Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Hypothetical, a podcast brought to you by Not So Serious. And this is a podcast for students, by students. My name is Aditya. I'm a strategy consultant and an incoming law and business student at the University of Warwick. And I'm Neil, a computer science student at Funwin University. Awesome. Welcome back, everybody. Um, Leo, how have you been this week, man? It's been a minute since we caught up. Yeah, pretty good. Uh, still on the assignments grind in the thick of the semester. Got about another month of it and pretty much going to stay the same. So, yeah, just going to stick through it. How about you? Awesome, yeah. So I have a couple of new updates. Um, for one, I started working out. Um, and because of that, I've been waking up at the wee hours of the morning. It's 6 a.m., which has not been fun. I'll tell you that, ladies and gentlemen. I feel like absolute shit. Um, but on the flip side, on, on a more happier note, um, Not Too Serious has gotten his first video editor. So you can expect a lot more video content soon. Um, I think all of our podcasts are going to go up on YouTube. Um, and so you can watch our beautiful faces as we talk about things that students go through. On another note, if you are thinking that my audio quality has gotten a lot better, as you should, it's because I've gotten a new microphone. Got one off Shopee, thanks to the government and their generous 150 ringgit um, e-wallet money. And so I hope to bring you a lot more ASMR content. <laughs> so, but enough about us. Leo, what are we talking about today? Right. So the question that we have today is, hypothetically, where do we see ourselves in five years? What a fantastic question. So I think um, this is a question that we both considered a lot and we continue to consider and come back to. And so I guess I'll just kick it off with when do I see myself in five years? Uh, since that, since the past few months that has gone a bit of a shift from what I previously thought it was, let's say at the start of the year. Um, me personally, I see myself I obviously finishing university, um, at least I really hope I do. If I don't, that's a bit of a red flag. <laughs> but assuming that nothing horrendously goes wrong and the current rate everything's going, I do see myself most likely working where, I don't know, uh, could, be, could be Malaysia, could be abroad. Um, and that's generally it. Of course, also within five years, you know, there's certain skills that I want to pick up, such as different languages, and also perhaps a musical instrument if I ever feel inclined to. But there's a lot, there's a lot of these ideas floating in my head of you know extra skills, but I do want to see someone who does have uh, more skills than I currently do now. And I sort of think we would both expect of each other. So yeah, that's pretty much the, the, the condensed version of the next five years. Interesting, interesting. Um, yeah, well, for me, I think that, first of all, in the next five years, I hope I don't have to wear a mask again. So I, like, we're really, really praying that COVID isn't a thing anymore in the next five years. Um, but as it turns out, I think in the next five years, I'd, I'd obviously been done with uni um, and maybe a year or two in the workforce. And I really hope it's one of two things. I really hope um, a, I'm working as a management consultant at a consulting firm, um, hopefully in you know, one of the big, well-paying <laughs> consulting firms. Um, oh, B, I hope to have my own shop and um, have my own business that is hopefully paying me the same or more than if I were to join a big firm. That's that's kind of where I see myself in the next five years. 
Um, I also see myself in a more healthier routine. I think that I'm trying to build uh, more conscious habits like um, you know, journaling, meditating, reading every day, uh, working out every day, things like that. Um, so I hope, you know, at this point, it's still stuff that I have to force myself to do. And I really hope I reach a point in the next five years where all of this stuff is just automatic to me. Yeah, mm. that's that's about me. Um, but honestly, Leo, uh, let's talk a bit about why this is such a great topic to talk about this week. Because um, if you guys aren't aware and you guys have been living under a rock, the SPM and IGCSE results have just been recently announced. Um, a lot of children have been, you know, super stressed out because they've done this um, under the, you know, under the pandemic in lockdown. It's been such a trying time, and it's honestly really, really great to see um, some kids with very, very promising and very flourishing results. Um, you know, on behalf of Not Serious, I think first of all, I'd just like to say congratulations to everyone for the Bachelor 2020. Um, no matter how you did, I think you did a really fucking amazing job because, granted the world was literally ending. Like we were going through the apocalypse and you guys still had to sit and write down when did Hitler come into power, um, <laughs> which seems so odd to me, but yeah, you know, you guys did great. Um, but like, you know, I think it's important that we talk about where we see ourselves in the next five years, because there's a question that a lot of kids at that age, when you finish SPM or when you finish high school, you get that question, what's next? Um, so I want to talk a little bit about that. So Leo, um, right now you see yourself, you know, finishing uni and working, but that that doesn't really give me a lot of specific context. Um, for those who don't know, Leo is a computer science student, um, and I'm going to speak on his behalf because fuck you for not saying it before. Um, but Leo hopes to work um, something related in tech because he's very very passionate about um, AI and tech, especially applying it to solve real world problems, um, and very very interested in that kind of space. But Leo what did you want to do or where did you see yourself five years on the day you got your IGCSE results? Mm. That was so long ago. <laughs> yeah, it was. Like, okay, um, I'll just go on a slight tangent as to how this, another reason why this topic came up, which is exactly another reason Adi mentioned just now, which is, you know, five years seems so long ago. And I remember because I had a tutor at the time when I was in throughout secondary and leading up to IGCSEs and I would always get asked when do you see yourself in five years? When do you see yourself in five years? And a couple of days ago it struck my head I went like shit those five years have you happened. Yeah it's like those five years have happened already. It's already I am living those five years and I didn't know it. Um and so Five years ago, which would put it at 2016. Wait, what? Yeah, <laughs> my math, my math is not wrong. I hope, but um, maybe of course five years ago for both of us was not getting our results. Just to make it clear, but in well, sort of the start of the process for both of us, uh, meaning before we start the IGCSE exams. So at the time, I thought I was going to do, I knew I wanted to do something in tech and computer science. Um, but again, there's always knowing sort of what you like and then there's figuring out how to get there. And a lot of the conversation for me at least wasn't really where, what subject do you want to study? It's where do you want to go? Or how, when you want to go, where can you go? 
and sort of how do you want to do this whole thing, right? Because at the time, the obviously for everybody, university is like prescribed. It's university, university, university. And um, at the time that I was doing, that I was considering my future and what I would be doing, um, there was also talks of some things like requiring admats that 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 are like A levels would require admats, like universities would require admats in the future. And I didn't take admats for NTCFE. And so times like those was like, okay. Because also at the time we I had no idea of foundation. I just knew I didn't even know what was after NTCFE. I didn't know about A levels. Right. I knew they existed, but I didn't know what they were or what it entailed. Right. And so at the time the decision, um, and fast forwarding a little bit to after getting the results and doing more research, is that I determined that doing the degree in Malaysia with the degree being um, a double degree by a UK university would be the best way on a financial end, but also on an experience end. And I think the experience is the, the, the underlying factor here, because I think for, and you can comment on this later on, but I think this whole process of five years of when you see yourself in five years is really a question of what experiences do you want to have. And so now these were some of the things I was dealing with beforehand. That's really cool. Um, ladies and gentlemen, I'd like to point out something really amazing that Leo mentioned um, was there's a very big difference in what you want to do and how you want to get there. I think people often get caught up in the where, they kind of forget about the how. Um, and I think that process is very life-changing for a lot of people. Um, so let's talk about me, um, 2016, 2017. Um, Okay, like I was such a different person back then. I was, I was very annoying. I'm still, I'm annoying. I just am a different kind of annoying now. Um, but I was, I hated school with a passion. Um, I still loved learning, but I, just, I was doing really bad on tests. Um, I was horrible at math. I was doing a lot of MUN and public policy work, and I wanted to, uh, I wanted to be a diplomat, man. Like I, I had a very set goal when I was quite young for me because I remember that uh, I think I think it was 2017, 2018 when, when um, the local, like the Bar Council for Malaysia said that they would accept foundation um, to COC or CLP. And so I was like, okay, I'm gonna do foundation in BAC. I'm gonna do my degree in BAC, like the two years, and then do one year in the UK. I'm gonna come back, I'm gonna work as a lawyer um, and you know, work in international law, work in the UN, I'm gonna fight for people's rights. Um, <laughs> That's so off from what I'm doing. <laughs> um, and, you know, like fast forward. Um, but, but the thing is, like, I, I had the thing. I wanted to study in a, in a pretty decent university, a pretty good university. I've exceeded a lot of my expectations with where I wanted to study. Honestly, University of Warwick is uh, such a great university. I'm very, very lucky to have been accepted uh, such a prestigious university. Um, but it was also the case that over the past five years, a lot of my experiences shifted my worldview. And, you know, now I'm, I'm studying a very, you know, I'm studying law, but I'm studying law with business. 
I have very, very different career aspirations. I'm not even, I did my A-levels, BAC, to the foundation. I'm going to study three years in the UK. So stuff, stuff has changed quite a bit. Um, and so the person that, you know, you met probably four, four or five years ago is very, very different to the person that you're meeting now. And I think that's a very crucial thing to talk about is how much pressure there is to have to know what you want to do, especially when you finish school. You know, like a lot of people get asked, like, what do you want to do next? You should do this degree, do a law degree, it's safe, do this course, do that course. So I just want to talk about that a bit. Like for you, Leo, like what what do you feel like students need to know when thinking about the life in, in their future when they're thinking after they just finish high school or whatever? I think in the context of like just finishing high school, um, here's something that I wish I got, I understood sooner is that things, and might be a bit cliche, but things like building skills and habits and seeing the results of, of the, of like, I wouldn't necessarily call it the sacrifice, but of the effort to build those skills and habits um, and reputation in certain, in certain circumstances is that these things take time and the results are not going to show themselves immediately, right? And so although we're saying, you know, think five years ahead or think what do you want, where do you think you'll be in five years or where do you want to be in five years um, and how you'll get there. There's also a sense that, especially when coming right out of high school, it's very unlikely as much as we would like it to happen, it's very unlikely that somebody's going to go and start like a, like a really, really like a unicorn business, and they're going to become really successful. They're going to have all this influence. It's unless you're the founder of Stripe. I mean, yeah, but that's <laughs> an unless. It's not a. It's not a rule of exception, and so with that, the five years coming out of high school need to be about setting up the skills so that by the time those five years are done in the next five years or whatever honestly whatever whatever time frame uh, you choose to use but I'd say like a very very rough gauge would be by the time you're about 30 years old that would be the prime of your career on the prime of that will be where all of the, the summation of or like the the results of all of the skills and the little the little habits and processes built that's where they show themselves not through university and not even on the other side of university and so I think bearing that context in mind, um, it is, I think, when coming out of high school, like I've mentioned earlier, it's all about what kind of experiences do you want to have, do you, would you like to have, so that it shapes, because that will end up shaping, you know, that will end up shaping the skills, the habits, the worldview, the perspective that will show themselves later on. 
And so I think it all comes down to the underlying question when the main thing you want to ask yourself is what experiences do you want to have? Interesting. Um, I do, well, I agree with the whole thing about how your experiences and your skills kind of build up over time. And I think that's an important reason to why you should be thinking of the future at times. Because, you know, when you think about the future, the thing for me when I think about the future is I look at this is who I would be if I do what I'm doing now for, for the rest of my whatever I'm doing. Because then I know that whatever I do is going to compound by a lot. And so if I'm doing, and I'm, I'm waking up early, I'm, I'm doing exercise, I'm, I'm studying, I'm working or doing whatever, I know that that will compound in the future. But at the same time, I know if I'm doing really stupid stuff, then that's also going to compound. And so I think that is a really good yardstick. But the thing is, ladies and gentlemen, if, if I've learned anything, um, is that time is not linear. Well, kind of is, but personal growth and time is not very linear. Like, I think that we're so used to the fact that when you're in school, right, you have very, very set stages. You know, you go from, you know, standard one, standard two, standard three, so on and so forth, until you get the 11th grade. And then even in uni, you have year one, year two, year three. And everything until that point is super structured. You're like, okay, in year one, these are the things that you are going to learn. In, in the fifth grade, this is your syllabus. But the thing is, life has no syllabus. Like, if being on this quote-unquote gap year, there was just there was no syllabus in my life. If I wanted to, I could have done nothing. But honestly, I've grown more and I've learned more in 2020 than I have probably in more than the last three years combined. And that is purely... I, I don't I generally don't know what caused it, but it's it's a measure that you can't really say I'm going to go this this this. And I think that there's a very big danger in trying to think of yourself in absolute terms. Like I know people, and and I used to be this person. I used to be this person who who planned to the year. I'd be like, at this year I'm going to do this. At this year I'm going to do that. And all it leaves you with is a lot of heartbreak because honestly, if if that doesn't turn out, you're going to be left with a lot of resentment at yourself because planning your life out takes a lot of sacrifice. Um, and I think when stuff doesn't go your way, then it, it brings up a lot of hurt feelings. And I think that the way that makes life fun is to look at what you said, Leo, like what experiences do I want to have? What are some things that I, I want to take with me um, and, and keep that as your core. And then these are like your core values. And no matter what profession you're in, no matter what course you're in, no matter what university you're in, if these are with you, I think you'd be okay. You know, like just because someone tells you that law is a very safe bet and you study law and you don't actually like law or you don't like the things that come with a law degree, you're not going to do very well. No matter how hard you study, you might get a first class, but you're not going to be a very good lawyer because it's, it's, you can't unless you love what you do. So I think that's a very important thing, you know, to yeah. just press on. I think when you mentioned time, um, like time not being linear and how people experience time, I think people, how, how our perception of time is not all the same, it's not linear. Like time moves on the same as we measure it by minutes, hours, days, and years, months, uh, weeks, months, and years. But you know, how I felt about the last week. It's not how you're going to feel about the last week, right? Like, for example, I can feel like the last week went super slow. 
or that because I did a lot of things with focus and intensity each day and I did a lot of new things, I might feel like that that week felt really long and had a lot, might have felt like a month almost. Whereas you could have felt that week just went by and you don't remember anything that you did. And that sort of perfection of time, I think does play a lot into this because five years for one person, I think, may result in a different sense of time than five years for another. And I think this sort of goes back to how, as you're saying, or as you're uh, implying, that people move at their own pace. And to assume that we can cram everybody into a into a structured system and just say, okay, you do this, 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 this. And life is not like that. But even if you tried to, to structure everybody, you couldn't because people move at their own pace. Yeah, I think I think that's also something to consider as well. And also what pace you want to move at, which is also about, you know, what kind of experiences you want to have. I talk a lot, like, if you're my friend or anyone that I remotely know, I always talk about knowing what you want to do. And I think that knowing what you want to do in life is, is super important. I honestly just, I, I get very frustrated when I talk to people who don't have goals in their life. They, they don't know what they want to do. But it's not about knowing this is the exact job I want to do because you're, 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 you're still attaching um, a very arbitrary metric to something. And that's what, that's what you're taught to do all your life. You know, you're taught to think in, in terms of grades, think in terms of schools, think in terms of uni, think in terms of jobs. But I, I want to push the focus. I want to turn that narrative into thinking about what you want to do as what kind of life you want to live. And what kind of skills or what kind of priorities you want to have in life. Because life is about priorities. For example, for me, uh, I know, regardless of what I want to do, I know I like building businesses. Whether that is a business of my own, whether that's doing consulting, whether that's doing business development. I like solving problems. I like building businesses. I will always want to do something that's related to that. And I know that those are some things that are priorities to me i know for example financial freedom is a really big priority for me um, and that means i'm willing to sacrifice a lot of the things that some people may not like i would be okay staying in on a saturday night and not going out to party whereas someone else might want to enjoy their 20s with their friends and that's okay that no one can say that there's one absolutely golden egg of a path it just depends on what you want your life to be like and and where your priorities are you know yeah, definitely. I think now we might address this in a this will go very fast topic if we get into this. Or this will turn into a whole new episode. And I think we might want to um, harvest that content. But you know, talking about what you want your life to be about and it's also relevant to something that we've talked about privately in the past is having um a life goal, having a goal, having setting yourself life goals and generally what you want to uh, strive towards and the importance yeah. of that. But we'll get into that in another episode. It'll be far yeah. too long. I think, I think, you know, just as a, as a context, if you have just finished your ITCC exams, if you have just finished your SBM, if you've just finished your A-levels or your IB or whatever it is, right? 
stop listening to other people. Stop listening to people who say, do this or do that. Unless that person leads with asking you, what the hell do you want? Ask yourself, okay, like, what are you good at? What are you, what are you passionate about? What are you willing to put in the work for? Make decisions on your life based on that. I know I, like virtually every episode, we talk about self-awareness. And it, it's so important because honestly, uh, so many of life's problems can be solved if you really just try and understand your own personal well-being. So I think that's a very important piece of advice. And I think it's also important to note that you time. And I mean this in a very good way, because I know a lot of people who are very upset about their SPM results. I have personal friends who um, are very sad about the results they've gotten, because I think that there's so much pressure, that, especially with how, and I'm not <laughs> going to get too political here, but if you're of a particular race, it's a bit hard to get into public access universities of high ranking without stellar results. And there's so much pressure. It's like, oh, I don't get good grade and my life is ruined. But I will, I will be 100% sure that it isn't. Maybe, maybe you can't do what you set out to do, but you will find different avenues. And I think that's the most important thing is that your life will change in five years, especially when shit goes wrong. But that's not necessarily a bad thing. You just have to have a, like have a growth mindset of whatever happens to, to you that you will just, you will figure out what the next best thing is or what's the next best thing that you value and make that work. So, you know, like, like okay, let's say you, you get, you don't get really great results for your SPM or your IGCSE. Your next best bet is to go and sit for A-levels, sit for IB, whatever. Maybe not at a super prestigious pre-university, but at somewhere that will take you. And it's going to be a lot harder for you to compete but if you're willing to put that work in, you still can go back to whatever track you want because then you can still get really good at A-level results. Or let's say you messed up your A-level results and you have to go to a university that is not as highly ranked as some others on your list. Then it's the same principle. You may have to work a lot harder to do a lot more extracurriculars, a lot more work experience, whatever, but you can still make it work. Right, Leo? What do you, what do yeah. you think? Matt just sitting there and staring at me. Well, you talk with so much passion that it just captures my gaze. Um, but yeah, I definitely agree that it's not that there are multiple pathways to things for the most part, for most when it comes to education and when it comes to career, I think there are many, many ways, there are many, many pathways, right? Because ultimately, even if you want to get a job you are being hired for at least a set of skill sets, a set of skill sets, a set of skills to then solve certain problems. That's, that's why you're employed and that's how you generate your value, right? Uh, on a very, very general basis. And so acquiring those skill sets and that, that ability to solve those problems, whatever field they are in, is not just through university. And in fact, in, in some senses, or in some cases, university isn't the best way through. Like if you wanted to do something more specific, like if you wanted to do something that was, I don't know, 
like more practical, like a trade, right? Like if you wanted to do, let's say, electrical work, university really ain't, it really is not going, I don't know about this, but university isn't going to teach you everything unless the university itself gives you like the whole um, it's called a trade base, school, buddy. Basis to experiment. Yes, there are trade schools, but I'm talking more. I'm talking more of like a versus an academic, like sit down and study for exam sense. If you get me. Mm. So there are different pathways, and I think those pathways are being forgotten in some ways. For example, trade schools. In some, in, I'm like. I think if you ask some people, they wouldn't know what a trade school is. Um, they wouldn't know they exist because they don't get valued as much as a university does. Um, so yeah, yeah. I, in summary, ladies and gentlemen, there are a lot of things you can do with your life. Don't stress out about it. Just focus on making the best out of the short time that we're here on earth. You know, don't forget that no matter what happens in life, you can make things work. It's just about focusing on what you prioritize, working on that, just working hard at the things that you love. And I guarantee you that, you know, life will find a way, you know, just as long as you are conscious that you're doing something that you care about, you'll be fine. Um, And so I want to thank everyone for listening to this episode of Hypothetical um, I genuinely do really enjoy making these episodes. That's why I got a microphone. Um, and so I really hope that you guys continue to support the podcast. You know, give us a, a subscribe, a follow, a like, a review, all of those nice metrics. Click the click the bell icon over here. <laughs> and all that really, really. <laughs> and now we'd like to thank our sponsor. No, we don't have a sponsor. Not yet. <laughs> not um, yet, not yet. We're not there. Help but, us get there, everyone. Yes, help us get there. And if you are interested in what we do, I want to keep up with it at not so serious on Instagram, N-O-T-F-O-S-R-S. And from there, we have links to everything else. Yep. We drop articles every Friday. Uh, make sure you tune in. Thank you so much, everyone. Thank you.